Okay, everybody. Welcome back to the Organic, Organic Grow Show. My name is Denny Dink, and today we'll be talking about equipment. Equipment in the garden. Everybody has to have equipment. Um, this is something that your most growers you, you might start off not spending too much money, but after a, a good amount of time, you're definitely be racking up some pretty good pretty good amounts of money here that you're going to be spending so just think about that when you first start off you know you could probably just go for the best in the beginning and you could probably save a lot of money but before we get into all that I would like to go on over to my little smoke lounge here and I would like to do a little bit of medicating before today's show all right so if you could just bear with me here a second, I'm going to go over and get my little baggie. We got some nice um, King's Kush here that I've been smoking for for a little while, grown by yours truly. Pretty pretty, pretty good strain. Um, I like it. Mine happened to, I had a plant that turned a pretty dark purple. It's got a, it's got some OG Kish and some Grape Ape in it. You know, it's from the greenhouse, from Apothecary Seeds out of California. Some pretty, pretty good medicine. Um, it's a pretty mellow, mellow high. So you can still function on it. You know, it's it's perfect for medicating. We'll be smoking a little bit of this here. Just give me a second. Pull one of these little guys out. Hmm smells good. It smells like very sweet. Mmm. Got some some nice crystals on it. Very, very, very dense. Still got a little little moisture. Not not too much, you know. It's got the perfect amount of moisture in it. So it's not too dry. So orange hairs all over the place. Very, very, very ripe and um ah oh man this smells just absolutely amazing i wish i wish you guys could smell this and i mean that's one of the the virtues of, of growing organic herb you're, you're gonna be your herbs gonna smell better and taste better than it ever did before and that's that's guaranteed i mean i guarantee that i, I can tell you that from experience mm, so let's go ahead and load this up real quick in the bowl I don't have any fancy vaporizers or anything like Xandor, but if anyone wants to uh, send one my way, I'll be happy to <laughs> take that off your hands. 
I know those aisle lights seem pretty, pretty awesome. Dope Fiend's always talking about those buggers. Now we're just using the good old fashioned glass. A little bit of residue in here, cleaning it out. Always best smoke from a fresh pipe, get that full taste. There we go, just breaking it up. Man, this stuff is just perfectly moist still. Not, not too dry. about a about a 10 week strain not the biggest yielder out there you know but definitely a good great tasting smoke to have around some really nice purple I mean the buds are the leaves turn turn really really dark purple and then the buds actually also have a bit of, of purple in them um, probably some of that that grape ape genetic showing showing through there. Let's fire this guy up. We're we're loaded up. <clears throat> All right, here we go. Medicating them in Denny Dink's lounge. Show number two. Oh yeah, that that's good. That tastes delicious. I wish I could share that with you guys right now. Nice organically grown fish. <clears throat> Take another hit real quick. Man, that is just a great smoke. It's like a nice, it's really sweet. It has a, kind of like a really, really ripe sort of grape taste to it. Very, very sweet. It just smells phenomenal. It's, it's an awesome, awesome plant. I really like that one. Highly recommend it for all you growers out there looking to try something new. Okay guys, now that I'm all medicated back, let's get this show started. Alright, so what were we going to talk about today? Equipment, that's right. Okay, but before before we get into the equipment, I want to talk about um, some things that I missed in the last show. Uh, we were talking about seedlings, starting off your seedlings, and in an all-natural organic soil soft soil medium. I mean, you could use anything. You could use vermiculite and some perlite a little bit, you know, 50-50 mixture. Maybe a little bit more vermiculite. That's a, it's not organic, but I mean, it's, it's also not chemical. Just if you do that, you know, watch out with the perlite out there. I know Miracle Grow has some perlite that has, uh, some added chemicals into it, some, some micronutrients. So, you know, always, whenever we're buying any kind of soil or nutrient to study the back of that thing very good it's make sure 
it doesn't have any sort of any kind of chemical, anything that you can barely pronounce. You don't you don't really want to use that that product. That's not organic. Um, an organic soil is going to have things like earthworm casings. Hands down, probably the best amendment any gardener will tell you. You can it'll have compost in it. Um, composted poultry manure, that stuff's really good. Uh, you could use cow manure. I don't really like, I think the cow manure is a little bit, I just don't like to use the cow manure. I like the poultry. And you got your guanos. Guanos are really good. You, when you, whenever you buy a guano, I mean, there's different types. You can get a nitrogen guano, and there's a phosphorus guano out there. And, I mean, that nitrogen guano, that's perfect for, for a seedling starting mix. I mean, it's good to get a little bit of, a little bit of fertilizer in there. Especially for your clones. If you, if you're mixing up your, your soil, I would recommend to keep it in a, in a big bin of some sort. Um, some sort of tote is always really good to use. Like a rubber made tote, that's, that's what I like to use. So you don't make a mess and you can just, do, you know, put your pots inside there. And always add more perlite. Every soil, add like 50% extra perlite. I mean, that's, especially if you're a new grower, that'll keep you from overwatering your plants. Big fan of the perlite. It'll aerate the soil. Roots love air. That's, they love the air. It's very good. And when you're mixing up your soil, I, I recommend, especially when you're handling organic fertilizers, you're going to want to wear some protection. I mean, there's definitely, this isn't the cleanest stuff in the world. You, you want to wear some gloves and, and an air mask. You don't want to be inhaling the bird flu or anything like that. I mean, not that anyone's ever got the bird flu from some guano, but I'm just, just saying, you can't, can't be too safe, ever. You know, that perlite too, that perlite, perlite's made from glass. It's the glass that's heat expanded and it's like popcorn. Think of little glass beads that are heated up and they burst almost like popcorn. That, that's what perlite is. You don't want to inhale that dust. I mean, that's straight up glass going into your lungs. So, anytime you're handling organics or, or soil mixes, definitely wear a mask. Um, so... That's your soil mix there. Those are, those are some things that you should look for in a bag soil. There's any kind of things like the guanos and the, the casing. That's going to be your main nutrient. And then you got your, your micronutrient suppliers, which is going to give you your calcium and control some of your pH and stuff like that. Things like bone meal. Um, that's definitely kind of a slow release thing. You're always going to want to have some of that. And I, I like to recycle my soil. When, you, when you're growing all organic, you get to do something which is called recycle your soil. And, I mean, a lot of growers are a little bit intimidated by this. You know, it sounds like every movie you watch is going to tell you to, to always change out your soil. But recycle that stuff. It gets, it gets better with age. It's like a fine wine. The, every plant that I've seen with recycled soil seems very happy. I mean, it's 
you just, it takes a little bit of extra work, you just have to add some things to it. Um, Any time you are mixing up your soil, always, always add a, a decent amount of lime. I like, don't use the hydrated lime, that's not good for, for some reason, they, people are saying that the, your soil is going to be a living organism, and you want to prevent things that can hurt those organisms in your soil. And the hydrated lime is one of those elements that could damage the integrity of the, the life that's in your soil. And that's what organic growing is all about. You're not you're not feeding the plant. You know, this is a whole different way of looking at it. You're actually feeding the soil. You're feeding the life in the soil because that those that living soil is what gives the the plant the food that it needs. And I believe that when when your soil is alive and it's doing the work for the roots to provide the nutrients to the root zone, I believe that you're going to have a happier plant. That plant is going to get used to being provided with an easier-to-absorb nutrient, and those roots are not going to have to work as hard. So you can just imagine what that means. That we're talking about bigger yields here, because if your root zone... Is again, doesn't have to work as hard. It can focus on other things. I mean, I look at a plant as being a balanced creature. If you do something at some point, it's like yin and yang. It's going to counter something else in the future. So if you make your roots work less, your plant is going to focus that energy into a different region, like bud production or leaf production if you're in vegetation state. So just, you know, something something to keep in mind there. That's, that's the way I like to look at it. We're going to do a little bit of medicating here again. Not that we're not feeling anything. It's just, why not? Tasty, just absolutely delicious. I really wish you guys could taste this right now. So that's what you want to look for in your in your potting mixes, just all natural things. Alright, so we're pretty baked now. And... Back to the lime. The kind of lime that you need to use is don't use the hydrated. Use don't use the pelletized either. Just use regular powdered lime. That's the best stuff to use. It's kind of like a chalky powder. That's what I like to use. And anytime you're mixing up, adding things to your soil, just if you're mixing up in a in like a 13 gallon tote. And you're mixing up five to ten gallons of soil. Add about half a cup to a cup of that that lime. That's gonna buff out your your pH and also add some some calcium to the to the plant. It's always good to have some extra lime in the soil. I I highly recommend it at least. 
So again, back to some things that I. I'm sorry, I'm a, I'm a little bit baked now. All right, wait. <laughs> I don't know if we should be medicating this much on the on the show. I'll have to, we'll have to see about that. So let's see. <laughs> what were we talking about now? What I missed on the last show. That's right. All right, so. But we were talking about your seedlings, and we talked about the soil. That's good to use. Add, add a little bit of guano or some earthworm casings to your seedling soil. That's good. And some lime to it. And keep it aerated. A good aeration is good, too. So, also about the lighting now. I, I mentioned to use fluorescents. Fluorescents are perfect for seedlings and clones. Now... What's I didn't mention is what's very important is the type of fluorescent that you use. There's actually two main types of fluorescent, which is your warm fluorescent and your cool fluorescent. Now your warm fluorescent is gonna say it's gonna have a Kelvin rating, is what they call it, which is basically the color of the light, and it's gonna be an oranger color and it has a Kelvin rating of of like 2300. And your cooler fluorescent has a Kelvin rating of 6500K. And that is a daylight Kelvin. And what I recommend, the type of fluorescent that I use, is always use the daylight. That 6500K spectrum, plants absolutely adore. <laughs> they adore this spectrum. It's perfect. Always go with cool. And... It's going to keep your plant short, really. It's the, the orange coloring, the 2700K, it activates hormones in the plant that, that can cause the plant to stretch a little. And anytime, like I said, stretching is just bad. You, you don't want stretching in a seedling or, or a budding plant. Always get your light close and always use the proper type of light. Use cool fluorescents. And then you can get the spiral ones and you can also get a shop light, the four foot shop lights, those are absolutely very cheap and they're perfect, especially if you have a, a good number of plants. I mean, it's the perfect size for a flat. Uh, I like to use two shop light fluorescents. If you connect them together side by side, it's the perfect width and the perfect amount of lighting for your average size seedling flat or if you're doing clones. And you can touch the bulb to the to the plant with the fluorescent. Keep that light an inch away, about an inch or two, just a few, an inch or a couple inches away from from the plant. No more than that. That's perfect. Now, if you're using the spirals, I I like I really really like the spirals. I, they're a bit stronger than the the tube fluorescents, your shop lights. They're I think they're a lot stronger. They get a little hotter too, so you can't let those touch the plant. It'll actually burn the leaves a little bit. So those I like to keep about three or four inches away from the top of the plant. And they sell those. I think they have like a a 28 watt, which those are pretty good. But I really lately I like the the, the smaller one, the 23 watt. You can buy it in like a pack of four for only seven dollars, and then you could get a power strip and you can also usually find pretty cheap a little screw lamp socket 
adapter that has one end is the lamp socket and the other end is just a regular plug and you just plug it you can use the power strip you plug them into the power strip and then you screw your lights into the socket and for like what is that maybe 20 bucks for all that stuff you got a nice little seedling starting cloning light you could even veg a little under this thing that's a pretty good pretty good light like i said i like the 23 watt fluorescent spirals those are those are my favorite <clears throat> now also with their lights i forgot to mention that you want to keep your light on for I like to keep them on for 24 hours just straight. You don't even need a timer that way. Especially for your seedlings and your clones. Now the advantage of using the 24 light, 24 hours of light for that seedling is that when it pops out of the soil, it's going to have light available to it immediately. That's going to prevent a ton of stretching. Because as soon as that little guy shoots out of the soil, it's going to be looking for light. And if it doesn't have any light, it's going to start using up its energy and its food to to stretch those little leaves to to find light because it needs it. Light is definitely a major requirement for for this plant. The most crucial environment is the light. So you gotta have light, people. Now we're gonna start wrapping this show. I don't want to make this show too long. I want to keep it usually around 30 minutes, 20 to 30 minutes. So we'll, we'll call this show, this will be Equipment Show 1. And we'll talk more about equipment in the next show. Um, we didn't really talk too much about it, just your basic lighting. Um, we'll, we'll get more into your fans. And we'll, I'll talk about all the things that you would need for your indoor garden to grow some organic ganja. <clears throat> And so for this show, we don't have any products right now. I haven't had a chance to look for anything. Right now the show is, is kind of just a pilot. We're just, I'm just feeling it out. I don't have any special effects. I don't have a, a good mic. But as soon as, if I can keep recording these things on a regular basis, which I should be able to record each one on a Sunday and get them post it out hopefully by a Monday or a Tuesday, Wednesday at the latest. So this will be a weekly to a bi-weekly podcast for sure. Just to keep keep you guys informed and up on all the newest things. Now for the show, I was thinking about the all the basics. I mean you can find all the basics to grow marijuana. Everything you need to know in books. There's tons of books out there. Um, Greg Green, The Grow Bible, um, Jorge Cervantes from High Times. He's got an awesome book out there. Ed Rosenthal has a book, and I think he, he has a new book out now, too, actually. And the, all those books, they got all the... Ba highly recommend to get a book. Just a beginning book. I'll tell you everything you need to know. Starting out. And the the goal for this show, I'm thinking, I mean, everyone can get the basics, so we'll try to cover more. I'll, I'll go through the bas basics quickly, just a basic covering of it. And if you, like I said, if you have any questions, email me at dennydank 
at gmail.com. And it's all lowercase. Denny is two N's in it. And Dank is D-A-N-K. At gmail, google mail, gmail.com. Just email me your questions and, and I'll put them on the show, you know. I want to get... Somebody's calling me here. Just see who that is. Guess we should have put that on silence before we started recording. I'm sorry about that. So yeah, send me your emails. I, I want this to be an interactive show. I don't care what kind of question you have. Um, don't be ashamed. Don't be ashamed to, to send me whatever questions. You know, there's no stupid question out there. Trust me. And and if I don't, I mean, I haven't been growing for as long as Xander or anything like that. That that guy is a legend, pretty much. I've I've been in the Grow Report forums, and I've been a member. Of the first the first forum I was part of was a back in the day Overgrow.com. I was a member of that, and but I don't even remember where I was going. <laughs> All right, <laughs> so we should watch the medicating before the show too. So we're this is a learn as I go thing. So what have, what have I learned today? Um, no cell phone and no over medicating. Great. Okay, so like I said, we'll be mainly trying to cover more advanced techniques and just slightly go over the basics. For the show, I'd also, I would like to have a segment, kind of like the Grow Report, where they, where they talk about news and, and politics and stuff. I'm, I love, I love when Xander, nothing is better than when Xander just goes off ranting about the current state of this plant. I mean, we should all pay attention to what's going on with our politicians and I feel that marijuana is going to be legal. I think we're on the cusp. I, we're, we're so close, so closer than we've ever been before. Just like back in the day during the alcohol prohibition, it took the depression to happen for them to finally wake up and say, let's think rationally here. I mean, Americans are are definitely an emotional breed. And we're th we think emotionally too much about our policies, and, and saying that all drugs are bad is just it's an emotional policy, and it's bad. It's just it's pointless and it's a waste. And I definitely see that that marijuana at least will be legalized because it's getting to a point where our economy is just really hurting. Absolutely, we're going we're getting close to a depression here if, if things don't start turning around. So just like during the alcohol prohibition. It took the economy to be in a slump for them to finally start thinking rationally and say, we need to stop this prohibition. It's just a waste of money. Is the first, the most important fact is that it's a waste of, of money. And the second most important point is that you're giving power to people that don't need to have power. These are bad people. Anytime that you make something illegal, it's going to go to an underground market. There's going to be criminals that are going to control that market so the only way for a government to have any kind of control over 
a, a product or anything is to, to make sure that it's legal. That way they can control it and regulate. I mean, right now, the way it is, you, kids can get pot easier than you can get alcohol. And why is that? That's probably because when a kid has to buy alcohol, you have to go through a, an actual establishment, you know, where they're, they're going to, as soon as that kid gets up there, they're going to say, let me see your ID. And that is why kids can't get alcohol that easy. I mean, of course they're going to get it. And with the drugs, with, with marijuana, I mean, you're going on a street corner. It's, it's dangerous. It's out there. You don't want to, you don't know who you're dealing with. I mean, I've been in some shady situations where I've been robbed before. And it's just, you don't need to be in that situation. But you have to just because it's illegal. And I mean, do you, so your kid can get this pot easier than it could get alcohol because they don't, they don't ID you on the street corner. They don't care. As long as you have money, they have got the pot for you. And who knows what's in that pot? You know, we were talking about using chemical salt fertilizers. I mean, that's not that bad. I mean, you can flush those out. That's not going to damage you too bad, but uh, there's things going around where they're spraying all kinds of things onto it to make it heavier and who knows what they're putting in this stuff i mean it's just not good so for right now grow your own pot in your home all organic it'll be the best medicine you've ever had in your life is when you grow it yourself um, it's cost effective it's easy you just have to stick with it be patient don't give up and Let's cut out that guy on the corner. Like Xander always says it, you know, just it's a safety thing. You don't need to be going out there. Just grow it in your home. It's absolutely 100% safe. As long as you get some carbon scrubbers and then take care of your odor and, and don't tell anybody, okay? People just don't tell anyone. Your best friend, nobody. The only people that need to know is if you have, if you're living with a spouse or something. That's okay. I mean, you definitely have to tell the people that are living in the house with you. But besides that, you don't tell a soul. Loose lips shink, sink ships. That's that's true. true. Rings true today. All right, guys. So, so for this, like I was saying, for the show, I just I, we're gonna have a little section like that where we'll, we'll just have random tidbits. It's not gonna be specifically news or specifically politics, but we'll just talk about something. And and like I said, keep saying we're gonna make it interactive, and hopefully I'll have some sort of chat sessions with people and and. We'll just have a, a two-way discussion about what's what's going on with cannabis right now. And it's it's my hope that it's going to get people wake up and it's going to get legalized. Because it's, gone, it's gone on far too long. And it's it's not safe. It's, it's bad for people's health to just go out and arrest everybody and criminalize people that are not harming anyone. It's It's absolutely ludicrous. And if, if you're in a medical state, go out and get your medical card. There's no reason not to do this. I know people are scared. Oh, I'm going to get on some list or something. That is not going to happen. And if it does happen, that would just be absolutely insane. 
and it just another reason to legalize the herb. So that's not, your your government's not that out to get you. They're not going to put you on some list if you sign up for your medical card. And it'll protect you. That's what the card's for. You don't want to get pulled over and not have a card and have medicine. It's very important. I recommend everyone to go out and get their card. I mean, if you don't, it's it's just a, it's a health hazard. You, you know, going to jail, that's bad for your health, I would say. And get your card, people. And also, there's people that can't get a card, unfortunately. And if Get into the politics in your local state, you know. There's probably a petition going around somewhere that you can sign that will request your local state to get a medical marijuana. So just pay attention and, and donate money, people, to the things like normal and stuff. I mean, they're fighting for you. They're fighting for us to get this plant finally legalized and available to everyone. And just think think of the economic boost it could be for America. Right now in America, we have no industry at all. Absolutely no industry. Everything is outsourced. So if we can have a some sort of revolution where we could have a new new industry like like marijuana which is a very very popular plant it's going to be bigger than alcohol i can guarantee that it's it's going to be huge so it's going to be a huge industry and, and just a great way for our people to get jobs and everything i think it's just going to be the best thing to ever happen to america is if they finally legalize that shit So, that's it for today's show. I hope you liked it. Send me your emails, buddydank at gmail.com. And, like I said, next show will be part B, show number two for equipment. We'll be getting into more about the, the things that you need to for your garden. And, I'm... I'm so like I said, I'll just fly through the basic equipment that you'll need, but I'll I'll try to focus on all the little tips that I like to that I've learned, little tips to help help everybody out. Like, okay, you know what? Today I just decided that we'll go ahead and we'll have a product of the week for today, and today's product of the week is going to be a turkey baster. That's right. I just said a turkey baster, and you guys are probably wondering, why the hell did this guy just say a turkey baster? Well, the reason why I said a turkey baster is because it is one of the most versatile tools that I have in my garden. I have a couple of them. They're great for getting the nutrients out of a bottle. You just, you know, it comes with the measurements on the side of the baster. It tells you how many milliliters. So you can measure out your nutrients with it. You could empty out, if you've overwatered your plants and if they're sitting in some sort of container, you could, you could soak up that water out of that container just with the turkey baster. And they're just a great tool to have. I, that's, that's the product of the week, a turkey baster. There you go, guys. So, so I guess we can always have at least some sort of product that I'll tell you guys about. It's a great little nifty little tool. A lot easier than trying to pour out your nutrient into a, some sort of measuring cup. Just soak it right up into the to the line. 
I like to, with my target eraser, I like to take a, a nice dark sharpie permanent marker and write on it exactly in big, big numbers where, you know, 5 milliliters is, 10 milliliters, just to make it a little bit easier and put a nice line on there. That way you can see it really easy. And again, that's it for today's show, everybody. That was the Organic Row Show, show number two. Next week, look for all our information about our equipment. And send me your emails. Alright guys, this is Denny Dank telling you to, to have a ganja-grown day. Just, you know, grow that ganja and smoke that ganja. Don't be ashamed. Everybody, peace.